Hello and welcome to D&D Tonight. It seems that we forgot to record an intro this week, so this is your Dungeon Master Derek from the future, coming back to tell you thank you for listening, and we will pick up with Merlin telling us what happened last time. We were camping between White and uh, Brentwood, and we did not have a fire because we were afraid of getting caught up. People from White were chasing us, we thought. So we, we hid out there in the forest, next to the forest, and had had a camp. And uh, this little fence here had, the, had a break in it, and that's where Dara uh, stopped and looked outside and didn't see anybody out there, and she was disappointed because going the other way, she saw something. And uh, Ghost Slinger had a hammock in this tree here, and she was so lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we got down and uh, we were being uh, looking at some animals that were out in the woods there. Again, we had no fire. What's it? The big blank dog, dead. Oh yeah, we killed the blank dog. No, you blink. didn't. No. no, the wolves killed the blank dog. There you go. You ran across a blank dog that had been attacked by wolves. Yeah, it had three toes. Though. That was weird. So, Ashara sent them away. Yep, Ashara uh, used her animal handling and super magicness to uh, what is that thing called? Animal companionship or something? Friendship. And, ah, yes, animal friendship to tell the wolves that you were not their enemy and sent them on their way. But just as you were finishing up burying this dead blink dog. You heard a roar from the, the woods nearby, and some bears charged out at you. And that's where really? we cut it off last week. Oh my god. Yep. There was bears? We're just there trying was to get bears. Two big brown bears attack you. Roll initiative. Ooh. Roll initiative. Yep. What's your initiative bonus, Merlin? Initiative bonus um, one. Asharis, what did you roll? Uh, oh, a 19. That's a good way to start. Plus something? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, five? Five for my initiative? Darn. Okay, 24. How about the ghost slinger? The ghost slinger. 13 plus. Okay. You see a big brown bear with a pink nose. And one with what? a black nose. Wow. And they come charging out of the woods, and they don't look very happy. Somebody took their toilet paper away from them. That's right, the Sherman Bears. Okay. Asharis, you're up first. Okay, so these bears are coming to attack us? Yep, bears are coming to attack us. Um, They're hard to kill. Because we haven't attacked anything, we weren't attacked by the other things, we're, you know, good? Yep, you're good. Nothing actually bit you guys. Arr! No, I don't think anybody got bit. I don't <laughs> think you took care of them before that happened. Yeah, you rolled a 25 or something. Yeah. Oh, I had a cool thing for this. Let me read my cool thing for this. The right. Okay. The three of you has just ah, The three of you have just dropped the remains of a blink dog into the hole that you dug for it. And suddenly, with a roar... 
a pair of big brown bears break through the trees into the clearing where you were burying this blink dog. The small animals of the forest that were watching on with interest now scatter. A badger, some tiny birds, even a couple of deer nearby are spooked and run off. You hear them bleat and bolt the other way. I got the answer already. Can I talk? Yeah, it's Asharis' turn. But you can talk. All right. Asharis, yes. let's just get 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 away from the gravesite. The bears will come over and eat the dead blink dog. Okay, so you think we should bravely run away? Brave. Yeah, let's bravely run away and uh, see if the bears will go to the blink dog. Okay. I think that's probably what they're, they want to do. Bravely ran away, away. Is is uh is Slinger still in the hammock, or is she with us now? We broke camp, right? No, you guys are you guys are all together. You've traveled since then. You were by the statue okay. of that used to guard the entrance to the forest. All right. What's the statue of? It's the same statue you've seen before. It is a statue of a uh, a nobleman who uh, looks like he might be one of the first Brentwood family members to uh, take up residence in the forest. Okay. Thank you. Basharis, what are you doing? We're running away. You're running away? How far away are you running? Mm-hmm. As far as you can get? I guess so. Okay, you run 60 feet away. The opposite direction of the bears. So you're not exactly headed back towards the road. You're headed off into the woods. Then it is a brown bear's turn. So the brown bear charges forward and it sees a ghost slinger hanging out, not doing much, definitely not helping to bury this this dog. And it charges at her and tries to bite her. I hope bites one of its attacks. I should look up what page those are on. The bear tries to bite ghost slinger. Does a 14 break your armor class? Same as. It's the same as her armor? No, it isn't. It was 12 plus 3. 15? Yeah, 15. Alright, it doesn't. So it tries to bite her, and she dodges out of the way nimbly. But then it comes back and swipes at her with a big bear paw. And it knocks her out of the way, dealing 13 damage. Oh Wow. And it roars over uh, uh, over the uh, the area where she was standing, and it uh, starts to prowl after her. It is Merlin's turn. Merlin's gonna use the. Uh... Wait, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's Ghostslinger's okay. turn. Yeah, Ghostslinger, it's your turn. Sounds better. I'll go and run away with the shark. Okay, you will take an opportunity attack for having a large bear right next to you. You can disengage, which means that you won't take an opportunity attack, but then you can only run 30. That's far enough. I guess running away wasn't a good idea. Well, they say do not run from a bear, but I thought just because we buried this other critter, it might want to eat that instead of bothering us. Yeah. Ghostslinger, you got any plans? Well, I'll just use my short sword. You're going to use your short sword? Mm-hmm. You better use a long sword. It's a bear. I wish I had one. Alright, get it. Roll your attack. 20! You roll a critical strike against the brown bear with the normal colored nose, the black nose. Roll me 
what is it, a D6 for short sword? Roll me 2D6 plus your dexterity modifier. 5 plus 3. 8. So, you nimbly dodge your way around the side of this brown bear and stab into it, hitting a vein before uh, moving back around in front of it to face off squarely against it again. Merlin, it's your turn. Ghostslinger is in combat with a bear. And there's another bear on the edge of the clearing <laughs> growling at you. Well, I don't know whether to go mirror image and uh, be a chicken or help help fight this thing off. But I guess I'm going to have to use fire because they don't like fire. So I'm going to use the fire uh, burning hands. I don't see any other fire there. I can throw a fire bolt 120 feet. Yep. Let me do that. All right. Let his hair on fire. You throw a fire bolt. At uh, the one that's attacking Ghostlinger? Uh, she in the most trouble. Yeah, it's right up on top of her. Okay, let's do that. Okay. You hit, dealing one damage. I'm sorry. No. Okay. That's terrible. That's just you singe the Here's fur on this bear's butt as it uh, <laughs> as it's facing Ghostlinger and not paying attention to you. The bear with the pink nose comes charging in. And barrels into Merlin. That's terrible. Does a... I guess I shouldn't have gone first. I don't oh, even... No. I'm not even going to ask, because I know that, that that beats it. It barrels into you, dealing 12 damage. Well, I'm not much of a fighter. And it roars over top of you as it swipes down... Or swipes at you with its claw. Does a 13? Does a 13 do it? What's your armor class? Is it 11? Uh, armor class. Where's my armor class? Front page, right above your health. One, right? It is 11, yes. Okay, so 13 will do it. Does 10, 10 more damage. Are you dead? And it roars in your face and a big old blob of slobber flies out at you. Oh, God. Asharis, it's I'm your turn. I'm pretending to be dead in my... I got my cape over my head. <laughs> so I'm a long way away now. 60 feet. Can I get back? You double moved to get to where you are, so it'd take a double move to get back, but then you can't attack. So you move 30 feet, and then you can use your action to dash, which will get you another 30 feet. Alternatively, you can run back 30 feet and use your bow. Um, Just stay where you're at and use your bow. Is there any reason I can't use my spell again? Yes, because I told you you can't, because I'm doing a thing. I'll let you make three wolves go away with one spell. Technically, it should have only worked on one. I could let you use your spell on one of these bears. The one with the pink nose. Gonna kill everybody. Asharis, roll me a nature check. Thirteen. And I have nature. So, thirteen plus your proficiency plus your nature modifier? Yeah. Proficiency's two. What's your nature bonus? What does that mean? What's nature next to? Intelligence. What's your intelligence bonus? Zero. Okay, so it's just your proficiency modifier. Plus two is a 15. That's not terrible. All right. These, you think these brown bears seem like they are enraged and they aren't likely to go away unless you kind of beat them off. You got to get rid of them. You've got to fight them down and prove that you're bigger than they are, and then they'll they'll go away with their tail between their legs. I'm bigger than you. I'm higher in the food chain. Get in my belly. 
Yeah, like that. I'm a firing my laser. Okay. Um. I guess. Use the longbow? Mm-hmm. Move up 30 and use the longbow? How far does your cat go? Cat goes 30. No, I think she goes 40. Well, her speed is 40, that tell you. Yeah, so. Not quite enough to get back. Yeah, okay. You can use your longbow. The longbow has a range of 150. So you can definitely hit them with your longbow. But I still want to move up. Okay. You move up 30 back towards the fight. Yep. And because the brown bear moved forward to attack Merlin, you're probably only about 20 feet away from them. Okay. It's a round two. All right, we'll use the longbow. All right. 13? Yes. Plus your dexterity? Which is 5. Okay, yeah, that definitely hits. So, it's what? 1d6 for longbow? This is 1d8. Oh, 1d8 for longbow. Shortbow must be a d6. Go ahead and roll your d8. 6. Alright. Which one were you shooting at? Pink nose or not a pink nose? I mean, they're both attacking my friends, really, so... Right. I guess Merlin's in more trouble than Ghost Slinger is currently, right? Yeah, Merlin's bleeding pretty good. So we'll do that one. Alright. Um, so your arrow sinks into this big brown bear. Oh, did you move? Uh, is um, Sheila in front of you? Kind of growling at these big, bound, big bears? Yes. Okay. Your arrow strikes the side of this big fluffy brown bear. And it turns to you with a kind of yowling, yowling growl and starts to stalk towards you. Just as it does, you hear a pop. And then all of a sudden, there's a blink dog on top of this bear, biting at its neck. Damn. And growling at it. Mm. It does three damage to it. Before, yeah, okay, it doesn't pop back out of existence. He's standing on top of this uh, this big bear, just kind of biting at it. And then it is the other brown bear's turn. And the other brown bear is going to turn back to see what happened to its friend. And it sees this blink dog on top of it and charges across at it, trying to knock the blink dog off the back of the bear. And it misses. Hmm. But it does manage to come back around for another blow, and it swipes at the blink dog, knocking him off the bear. Hmm. And you hear this dog yelp, and that same white blood starts to pour out of it as it falls to the ground. Taking eight damage. And then it is Ghost Slinger's turn. Ghost Slinger! Ghost Slinger, a blink dog just showed up out of nowhere, jumped on top of a bear, and you suddenly are out of the bear's interest. What are you going to do? Blink dog is taking damage. Good, you're going to remove your headphone. Now what are you going to do? Oh, this time their back is turned to you. Are you going to use your sneak attack damage? Sneak attack. Well, you can get up next to Merlin 
and strike at this bear, which would let you have advantage on the attack roll, which I think means that you can use your sneak attack dice. Mm-hmm. So tell me what you do, little girl. Her tongue is tied. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. Sneak attack. So you run up next to Merlin, kind of standing over his uh, his his bleeding body, and you you jab at this bear with your short sword. Roll me an attack roll. Thanks, Ghostslinger. Trying to save me. Nine plus her dexterity. Three makes a twelve. That'll do. So do I have to look up how Thief works? Tell you what her sneak attack dice are? Uh, 2d6, it says here. Oh, perfect! So add 2d6 plus the whatever the short sword die is, which I guess is another d6. So you want me to do 3d6? 3d6 plus her dexterity modifier. 11 plus 3 dex. So 14? Which bear did you hit, Ghost Slinger? The one that bit you? Yeah. <laughs> Revenge. So was that 13 or 14? 14. This bear is starting to look not so hot. It kind of roars a little bit softer roar and kind of turns back towards Ghost Slinger as if to say, Ouch! <laughs> and it licks at its wound. Merlin, it's your turn. Can I give it some beef jerky? <laughs> You are some beef jerky. <laughs> I am beef jerky. It's going to kill me. Uh, I'd like to stand up and be bigger than the bear, but it's already on top of me. Well, it's not on top of you. Ghost Slinger essentially got between you and the bear. So I'm going to stand up and hold my arms out wide on both sides with my head high and roar at the bear. They say that might work. If it doesn't, I'm going to use the magic missile. Okay. You roar the attack of magic missile at these bears. Yes. I believe that is three magical darts of energy that you can direct to go wherever you want. One of these bears looks much worse than the other one. Like, one of them's bleeding a lot more. It's the black bear, right? Black nose, yes. Well, if I kill the black bear, we might be able to talk some sense into the pink one. Or he might run away, I don't know. Okay, three missiles to the black-nosed bear. Okay. Two and five is seven. Five more. It's eleven. Twelve. I can do math. <laughs> I'm math good. I'm math good, yes. Oh, man. this uh, These magical darts of energy slam into this bear, and he basically falls over and starts to whimper. He's on the ground, not moving very much, whimpering quietly. Asharis, it's your turn. Hmm. Um, let's see. Well, we're not going to talk any sense into him. We're just going to have to kill him, I guess. I guess I'm going to swap for my short swords. Or wait. Can I do that? Like so you can put away your bow and draw one sword, and the next turn you can draw another sword. I guess that'll do. I gotta get in close combat. But I'm gonna attack the other bear that's, you know, kind of still alive. The one that's still growling and and kind of of tussling with this uh, this blink dog? Yeah, that one. Alright. Thirteen. 
Oh, so you run up with your short sword and attack the bear? All right. So you run in with your short sword and swipe at this bear, and you can go ahead and roll damage. Let's see here. One, two, is it a d6? Six. Plus your dexterity modifier. Five. So 11 total. Okay, you swipe at this bear pretty good. There's a big gash running down its side now. Bleeding. And it's bleeding quite a bit. You can see its fur is starting to mat down with the blood as it oozes out of it. It's the Blink Dog's turn. And seeing you charge in after the bear from one side, it circles around to the other side and bites at the bear's haunches. That hurts. Unfortunately, That'll make him mad. As it bites at the bear's haunches, the bear kicks it in the face. Oh, no. And it takes two more damage. Oh, no. The other brown bear that's on the ground whimpering starts to slowly crawl away. It makes it about 15 feet before it falls down again. Ghost Slinger, it's your turn. Attack with me. Okay. <laughs> well, what do you have out? Daggers or short swords? Because they're coming to attack with me. Mm-hmm. 17 for Ghostlinga. Alright, that'll hit. Roll me a damage. Okay. D6 is 6. Plus dexterity modifier? Which is 3. Alright, 9. You get a, a solid jab in on this bear. And it kind of winces and starts to back up. Merlin, it's your turn. But she has two short swords. Okay. Can she do a wield? She can. Right? Yep. Okay. Do it again. Fifteen. That hits. Fifteen. Six. Six again. Oh, my. This time you don't get your dexterity modifier, so that's a fifteen. All right. So as you poke at it, it starts to back up. You poke it again real good with the other hand and it can it backs up further and it starts to back up towards where the other bear is crawling away it's still growling at you but it doesn't look nearly so confident about this fight anymore merlin it's your turn yes uh so i wonder what the thunder wave would do would that scare him away uh the thunder wave hits everyone around you oh never mind I'll use the firebolt. All right. Which one? The one that's falling over or the one that's backing up slowly? 120 feet away. Uh, The one that's backing up slowly. Are you aiming to kill it? I hope so. Is that a good idea? You hit it. We're going to take his fur so we get get him down. (laughs) We're going to steer him up. We're going to strip him. Get a fur coat out of it. He falls over on the ground and also starts to whimper. And you singe the fur on his face with your firebolt. It's his turn, and he turns and starts to crawl away with the other bear. They barely make it to the edge of the clearing before they stop moving. Did they die? They're not dead, but they're on death's door. Neither one of them is attacking anymore. It's Asharis' turn. We could kill them both and get the fur coats and get money when we get to Brentwood. <laughs> Although somebody's got to heal me because I got this blood running out of my arm. 
Well, doesn't it seem mean to attack them now? Well, they're dying. Let's put them out of their misery. It's up to you what kind of player you want to be. We could we could take their fur coat. I mean, I'm the yeah. animal person. Uh, you want to roll a nature check? You didn't use that when they were coming up on us. We ran away, which is my fault. <laughs> I thought sure. I thought sure they'd go for that three-toed eighteen blink, blink dog. Eighteen plus whatever other magical things that you get to add to that. You see, this blink dog is watching you intently for whether or not it should attack again, and you acknowledge that these bears are no longer a threat to you. But Marilyn is right; you could turn them into money. But I have a lot of money. It's up to you how you want what you want to do. You don't think that their wounds are so bad that they wouldn't recover, so you could leave them be, and they won't come back to fight you. I'll let them go. So you put down your short swords? I'll put them away, yes. So you clean off your short sword from the blood that's on it, and you sheath your short sword. And as you do, the uh, the blink dog sits down and starts licking its wounds. Let's charm the blink dog! You just rolled a nature check, right? Mm-hmm. That's good enough. I will also give you that... What do you say to your friends to let your friends know that you're not going to fight these bears? I think... The danger has passed. Okay. And as you talk to your friends, you see that this blink dog looks like... He cocks his head to the side and looks at you. So you think he might have understood what you said. Can we release Sheila and charm the blink dog? Do you know... Uh, do you know... What's that arm? It hurts. Asharis, what languages do you speak? I don't speak bocce, do you? <laughs> Common, elvish, orcish, dwarvish. So, you know that... Actually, roll me a history check. Nineteen. You know that creatures of the Fae often speak elven and sylvan. And, and some of them speak common, but most of them speak elven and sylvan. Sylvan is a language that uses elven script so it's derivative of elven but you don't speak that so we don't know if we'll be able to communicate you can try what do you want to do i want to tell him to come here puppy 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 in what language in elvish okay uh roll me a let's see you already rolled a 19 for knowledge so i'm gonna let you have that he seems to react well to that, and his tail wags, but he doesn't come over to you. Shock. Well, he speaks the same language. Not the same language, but a similar language. So you think you can com- probably convey some basic ideas? Well, when you're in the mind. Oh, yeah. If you use your animal friendship spell, then he'll definitely be your friend. I don't know how the ranger mechanic works for your pet. Do you have any idea? Have you read that section? Can you change pets? I don't know. It doesn't really specify. So I will give you... If you want to roll a animal friendship on this blink dog, 
he will follow you. He won't necessarily be Sheila, who will be with you all the time, but you could essentially treat your pets then as a like a wizard spell list. You can pick one pet or the other to have fight with you for the day. Will he blink in and out? Kill, kill. Will he disappear and come back? Yeah. Cool. Oh, that's cool. I think about that. So roll me, if you want to, roll your animal friendship spell. Thirteen. What are, what are we rolling this against? I don't even know. I don't know. Uh, it's intelligence is four or higher, the spell fails. Oh. Well. It's intelligence is ten. Well, then it's too smart. Okay, so the blink dot, you try to, you try to cast animal friendship on it, and you feel like it doesn't work. And the blink dog kind of looks at you, and a big tongue rolls out of its face, like, (laughs) yeah, like he thought it, it, like he found it amusing that you tried. Those aren't the droids you're looking for. Exactly. And, uh, what do you, what do you want to do? Well, I said I can't do nothing now. Well, that's not necessarily true. You're standing there kind of sharing expressions with this dog that you think can understand you. What do you do when you meet a new dog? Try to go up to him. Okay. Your hand stretched out to let him smell you. Okay, as you walk forward with your hand stretched out, he kind of he stands back up and looks a little bit nervous about it, but he doesn't run off. And as your hand gets closer, he sniffs at you, and he licks your hand a little bit. I'm throwing the beef jerky in right now. (laughs) That's a big dog. So, Merlin, as you pull out some beef jerky and hand it to the dog, he'll take it, and he'll lick your hand, too. Cool. His long, whip-like tail smacks... Ghostslinger on the butt as he turns and runs about three steps before he pops back out and into uh, into nothingness. Amazing. I gotta get stronger so I can get the cool animals. wonder how you call him back. Maybe he'll just come when we're in trouble. You have a password. Asharis, go ahead and add a blank dog to your follower profile on the, the last page for your pets. Follower? Don't you have a sheet that's got Sheila on it? Yes. Does it have room for another pet? Yeah, I guess so. Go ahead, go ahead and add a blink dog. They're on page 318 of the... Uh, never mind. You don't have 318. What? Uh, I'll send you a picture later. Mm-hmm. Actually, I won't send it later. I'll send it now. Alright, you guys have successfully survived the uh, the rampaging bears. A bear attack. Ghostslinger, how you doing? Got the thumbs up. Are we going on into the forest now? That's a good question. I'd like to get to Brentwood before dark. How far are we? Like, how dead is everyone? Well, I'm wounded. You're wounded pretty good, I think. So, I don't know exactly how many hit points Merlin's got, but he took 22 in the fight. Yeah, it can't be more than that. I've got 20 uh, hit points. 
total? Yep. Merlin's unconscious on the ground all of a sudden. <laughs> oh no. That's all I've got. It's 20. Okay. Ashara, Merlin passes out from blood loss. and uh, I guess we're st- spending the night here. You run over to him. Roll me a d20. Please, Louise. Eleven. Do you have any magic proficiency? Or not magic, uh, medicine. I do have medicine. I know you do. You're dead. Oh. You can't medicine yourself while you're unconscious. No. I see. All right. So you... survival, but that help? You stem the bleeding... But he's still unconscious. Go, Slinger. Roll me a medicine check. Oh, Jessica rolls up 20. So, Go, Slinger, mm-hmm. you run over to the unconscious Merlin on the ground in the dirt. Seeing that his, uh, his wounds have been tended to, you lay, you, you grab out a pouch of water from your, uh, you grab out your wet skin and take it to him and start to give him some water. And his eyes start to open up again as he is stabilized and has one hit point back. Hey, is that 20 health including the hit dice we rolled last week? Um, no. What does it say for hit dice on your sheet? I think it's a d4, isn't it? It's a d6. D6? 3d6. D- okay. Oh, wait, I know what we're going to do. Add... 4 plus 2. You have 26 hit points. Uh, so change your max to 26. Okay. But for this, you still have one hit point because Ghost Slinger stabilized you with some help from Asharis. Thank goodness. So you're hurting, but you think you can walk to start headed back towards Brentwood. Yeah, do they stop the bleeding at least? Yeah, you're you're stable. You're you're okay. you're bandaged up a little bit, but your clothes are kind of torn up, and there's blood all over your wizard robes. This is terrible. So, what do you guys want to do now? Hmm. Take a bath in the middle of the woods. There might be a stream nearby. Okay. Wait, you, you have to have some kind of water. Yeah, he's got one hit point. Doesn't seem like a good idea. So you make your way back to the road after you cover over the grave of this this dead blink dog. I could cast the uh, cure wounds. Do you want to? Do you have any spell slots left? Well, I had three, and I used two. I have one more. Alright, you can use cure wounds. in In the day here. It is... I think I said it was around a half a day's walking that you guys had already done by the time you found the statue. So let's say it's been like another hour. So you're looking at early afternoon. Okay, so it's not time to lay down and go to bed and regain the point. Nope. Okay. I'll cast the spell. The creature you touch regains a number of hit points equal to 1d8 plus your spell casting ability modifier. We're not going to count the number I rolled. One D8. We rolled an eight. Mm. Where's my spell casting ability? Where's so, that? do you spell cast with intelligence or charisma or something else? I don't know. How would I know that? So, on your spells page? Oh, it says wisdom. Alright, what's your wisdom? It's plus two. Okay. Marilyn, you recover 
10 hit points. When Asharis lays her hands on you, and a magical glow resonates from them, and you can feel a soothing, cool feeling progress through your body, followed by a wave of warmth, and your uh, wounds start to magically seal themselves closed. Man, I have become the Sumner, the Paladin, and the White Mage. That's amazing. No? Cool. So, looking down the the road from the statue where you come back upon it, you have a fairly long walk ahead of you before you're going to make it back to Brentwood. Bum, bum, bum. There's You can feel a breeze and an unnatural chill in the air. As the day has grown on, you've felt it closing in on you. It feels like there's cold at your back from white, but warmth ahead of you in Brentwood. When you first entered the woods, you felt encompassed by this warmth, but as the day's gone on, it seems like the cold from behind you is winning. Not because we've lost so much blood, right? In your case, it might be because you've lost a lot of blood. Yeah. But what do you guys want to do? Are you going to continue the walk on to Brentwood? As you can see, I've I've already got a chill. (laughs) No, that's your wizard robe. So I have 10 hit points now, or she just healed me? Uh, you're at 11, because you got 10 plus the one that you got for being stabilized. So I didn't hear a yes, you're going to walk on. Walk on. Wait, we're walking on. All right. I've been healed, I can walk on. You're healed. You've made your way further into the woods and closer to Brentwood. The trees here are mostly older and well-established. They have thick trunks and heavy branches with deep, wide leaves. The road is old gravel, which hasn't been replenished for some time. Muddy patches intermingle with the rocks. Every so often on the side of the road there is a clearing where the trees aren't as thick because previous travelers have cut them out to make camp or to allow carriages to pass from back when the old road was better used. Your sight off the path is blocked within about 50 feet by the density of the tree trunks and the underbrush. The ground around is covered with lots of leaves from past seasons, as well as twigs and sticks. You're deep in the woods now, and evening is drawing on. Where'd the trail go? You're on the trail. Why is the rum gone? So you don't think you're going to be able to make it to Brentwood before dark, but you can keep walking through with torches to light your way, and you'd be able to get there in probably an hour or so after sundown. Or you can camp in one of these clearings on the side of the road. Or you can do something I haven't thought of, something unpredictable. Fly! <laughs> you gonna fly? Merlin! Fly, you fools! Merlin has the power to make light. You could well, do that do instead, of, instead of torches. Well, we don't want to burn the forest up, you know. Yeah. Is it one of All right, so it's getting up? dark. I'll whip out the torches. We'll keep walking. We're going to be tired by the time we get there. Oh, your staff? You're going to illuminate your staff again and walk at the front? We're tired now. All right. Yeah, so... I'm, I'm the lowest, so I'll be up front. Merlin, you take the front, and you walk on into the woods with your staff lighting the way by your magic. Yep. It's evening now, so you don't hear anything, but... 
after about another hour of trompsing through the woods, following from waystone to waystone, it just felt like an eternity, but you finally managed to see through the uh, through the thickness of the woods in front of you, down this old trail, there's some lights, and the trees start to break, and you see the familiar buildings, and the clearing that the town of Brentwood is in, the tall grass is around either side of this path as you walk the rest of the way into town. Hmm. I wonder if anybody will be glad to see us. Hmm. Well, I know there's one place that Ghostslinger wants to go. We can go to the hat shop. Let's get the room first, though, so I can lay down. I have to recuperate. Ghostslinger, do you remember where the room is? No. It's the, it's the room at the top. It's the Snuggly Duckling. The Snuggly Duckling! I had a dream, I had a dream. <laughs> so, the three of you make your way into town, following this, this last little bit of this old gravel path, to the Snuggly Duckling, where you see outside the wooden sign stuck off the side of the building, hung down with the name Snuggly Duckling, and a yellow caricature of a duck with a big orange bill. Mm-hmm. And you walk inside. What do you do? See if there's a room. Alright, in front of you. I don't know that I described the Snuggly Duckling last time. In front of you is a fairly modest size hall. And at the end of it, there is a man standing behind a desk with a bell on it. You have met him before. His name is Cedric. Cedric. Hmm. Cedric. All right, Merlin, you walk up to Cedric with your robes in tatters and blood dried up on your clothes. What did you say? Is there a bath? (laughs) My God, man, it looks like you could use one. What happened to you? Oh, we had some trouble with a bear or two in the woods. Ah, the critters do seem to be up in arms lately. I don't know what's got into them. You're lucky to have made it out of that with your life. I had help. My partner's in arms here. Glad to be back in Brentwood. Merlin, is that you? I hardly recognize you, what with the dirt of the road and blood all over you. Man, uh, quickly, uh, we'll we'll draw you a bath and, and help you get cleaned up. Come on, upstairs. Then he pulls out uh, a key from behind the desk and starts to go up the stairs. Put some more wood on that fire. Make <laughs> that water hot. And Merlin disappears up the stairs after Cedric to go get a bath. What do the other two of you do? Are you going to the hat shop? Yes. You will guess I'm <laughs> Okay. Nah. I want to hear this. In character. The hat shop? Yes. <laughs> Alright. Describe what you do. Walk out the door. Okay. Walk to the hat shop. All right, you walk down the down the way a little bit to the shop that says apothecary over the uh, over the door, and you see in the window, and it's dark. Oh, dang it! Okay, let's walk back. All right, you see that it is there. You mean the hat shop's closed. Well, it's it's dark. Oh my goodness! What do you say when the hat shop is closed? Alas. I regret to inform you 
I cannot get my last and final fedora. Your last and final what? Fedora. The final fedora, you say? Yes. Somehow I don't believe you. For now. Yeah, see? I, somehow I don't believe you. Asharis! What do you say when she says she's not going to get her final fedora because the door is closed? Alright, the two of you walk back towards Cedric's place. When you get back, Cedric's back downstairs behind the counter, and when you walk in the door, he says, Merlin's upstairs. He's, ar uh, he's already paid for the rooms. Oh, alright. We'll uh we'll whip something up uh, post haste. Do you what do you do? Ashar uh Ghostslinger, you're bloodied in kind of tattered clothes as well from having all these adventures over the course of the last couple of weeks. Are you going to go upstairs and take a bath as well, or are you gonna stay down here and eat first? Can I just go upstairs and stay upstairs? Yes. Maybe what? Okay. So you're not going to take a bath? Nope. <laughs> she doesn't All like right. it. So <laughs> Ghost Slinger wanders, wanders upstairs, covered in dirt and blood drying in her clothes, and then her hair is all messed up. And what do you do when you get to your room? Looks like a vagabond. <laughs> Go inside and lay down. She immediately falls down on the big fluffy bed that Cedric has gotten ready for her, and do you fall asleep? No. She just lays there. <laughs> Azaris, Cedric brings you over about, eh, let's say ten minutes later, he brings you over a, uh, a freshly put together stew and a large roll of bread. Delicious. And a glass of brandy. Don't eat it all. And uh, he says, uh, "Dinner. This is this is the fastest thing I could put together. You look like you could use the food. Uh, you've been on the road for a few days, I imagine. It's uh, two silver." All right, there you go. And Merlin, your uh, your room was uh, two gold. It's worth it. Mm. My nose is all stuffy. So. Sharas, you're basically the only one who's not beat up. Oh, I should make mention. Cedric notices you have a large cat at your feet. Because he knows you, because you guys have been here before, he's going to bend down and he's going to uh, pet at... I always forget. Sheila. He's, he's going to pet at Sheila and say, Oh, and who's, uh, who's this little guy? Is, that, is there going to be a room charge for the cat? <laughs> pet charge. That is my friend Sheila. Oh, when'd you, uh, when'd you get her? I don't remember uh, her being in uh, with you guys before. Somewhere in White? Mm-hmm. Ah, we picked her up on the streets of White. Just a scruffy-looking thing. And now she has become quite a companion. Oh, she looks like she's doing really well for being a, a, a street cat. You must be taking good care of her. Her fur is very, uh, very smooth and soft. I'm sure she'll keep keep you alerted if anything untoward happens out on the road. Exactly, if anything comes upon us. She keeps watch at night. It has good smell. Alright, well, I will leave you to your soup. 
your stew. If you want anything more uh, fancy than that, uh, just let me know for tomorrow and I'll, I'll do my best to put something together for you. This was just what I had laying around for my supper, and I wanted to make sure that uh, you got fed in a hurry, since it seemed like your two companions were not doing so well after their travels today. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, good sir. Is she eating with a wooden spoon? Yeah. Probably, because metal spoons weren't really a thing unless they were silver. Hmm. Fancy people. Do you have a silver spoon in your pack? Yes. Born with a silver spoon in your pack, yeah. No. Then, yeah, probably a wooden spoon. Okay. Well, I'm going to go to sleep. Will I get any points for sleeping? Yep. After you take a bath and go to sleep for the night, you recover all your spell slots, and you recover, uh, what's the word? You recover uh, all your health. Yep. Wow, that was a close one today. Yeah. Quite terrifying. Attack bears. I just realized that I had a potion of fire-breathing ability. Yeah, but I'd save that for something hardcore, you know. Well, I was dying on the ground with a bear over my head. I could have done something with it. So you guys sleep the rest of the night. Asharis, you enjoy your dinner and head upstairs to uh, to bed down, taking Sheila with you. And sometime in the middle of the night, you feel like you wake up to the sound of a pop outside, but you can't tell if it was your imagination or if it actually happened. Maybe you dreamed it. Could be my blink dog. I hope the blink dog's feeling better. We wouldn't even know he's here if he didn't pop when he comes in and out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be totally, uh, it'd be the ultimate sneaky, sneaky thing to be able to just pop in anywhere without making any noise. Well, he says he teleports, too. He can take your stuff with him. He teleports? Yeah. I wonder if he has any contact uh, with, uh, well, we can't talk to the critter, right? Kind of. Yeah, he speaks... Well, he doesn't speak any language, but he understands Sylvan, which is Elvish-based. I wonder if he'd know who Raul is. So, or I wonder if he comes from Raul. The next day, or next morning, you guys wake up, and the world is your oyster. What do you want to do? It's a beautiful day! I'm going to buy some new robes. A new robe today. At the hat shop. I see, I see her mouth moving, but I don't hear her. No, it's not for your ears. Well, try, try that one more time, little girl. What? I'm right here and I can't hear it either. I can't even read lips. Hat shop. I want to go to the hat shop and buy a robe. My robe has got blood all over it. <laughs> Are you going to be like Deadpool and get a red robe so you can't see the blood on it? I've got a black robe right now. Have you seen that movie, Derek? I have. All right. So you guys get up. You head downstairs. You say uh, good morning to Cedric. And before you leave, he says, uh, are you going to come back tonight or uh, are you just passing through? We need supplies, don't we, for our trip. Oh, trip. Where are you all planning on heading next? Oh my god. You're worse than my girlfriend. You have to know everything. What's the name of Okay. Gale Ridge. Ah, headed up north, eh? 
Yes. That's a long <laughs> trip. You guys better pack warm. Yes, we need, we'll need some supplies. supplies. Can you recommend anyone? Well, actually, yes, yes, I can. There's while you uh, while you were out, we had uh, a new addition to the town. There was a uh, a family that came in from White. Said that the road was pretty dangerous, but they they came through all right. Uh, no no major loss of limb. Uh, it's our new blacksmith. Oh, did the kids make it? Uh, it was the, uh, the Pierce family came through. They, uh, they rode in with a carriage and some horses and set up a shop. Did they have any children with them? Oh, yes, uh, they've got, uh, they, they have their daughter with them, Alice. And, uh, I believe there was a couple others as well. Good. Well, we'll have to go visit them. Oh, the Smith's just down the road. Can't miss it. I need some smithing done. Some smithing? <laughs> Alright, we will be off. Let's go buy some rope and a few other things. I assume we will be back tonight. Alright, well, I'll, uh, I'll make sure that I have your, uh, have a, a bath ready, and, and if you'd like anything special for dinner, just drop by later today and let me know. Alright, Cedric, thank you. No, he waves at you as you guys leave. You head off down the street towards the apothecary where you met Oscar, and on the way, you see a new building with a... Or maybe it's not a new building. You see a building that looks like it's got a new addition onto it. There's a uh, an outdoor kind of lean-to on the side of it, and there's some wood stacked up and a, a furnace on the side of the building. And you see a roughly put-together sign that says, Smith. Hmm. So do you head on okay. down to, uh, to Oscar's place first? Ghost Linga? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's get rid of these dirty, uh, these bloody clothes. <laughs> Alright, so you guys head down the, the road a little bit further. You don't, nobody's about yet at the, uh, the smith. You don't see anybody outside. Nobody grabs your, or nobody calls out to you or anything. And you head down to the apothecary, and you see in through the window, there is a a man standing behind a counter, and there's a bunch of little bottles and vials on the wall behind him. Apothecary? Yes, he's yes. a healer. He's where you bought your healing potions to start with. I've never heard of that before. Apothecary. So as you open the door, you hear, Ah, hey, hello, my friends. How can I help you this fine morning? We're looking, I'm looking for a new robe. You do look rather like you could use one. That one's a little bit torn in quite a few places by the look of it. Well, unfortunately, I don't know if I have a robe, but I could get you some, some basic clothes. You may trek with one of the farmers. Their wives make up all kinds of things. Well, I want a, a robe with a hood on it. Kind of a drab color. Maybe off blue or something. <laughs> uh, like Asharis is wearing there. Well, if there was anybody who could do it, I'd check with Audrey. Does she work yeah. here? Nope. She's a, uh, a a farmer's wife. Just on the outskirts of the town. Hmm. Okay. Nobody's in town then, huh? All right. Do you Asharis, have any clothing at all? you to buy something? Yes, I, I do have some some clothes, some basic stuff, shirts, pants. Warmer the better. We need warm clothing. Oh, clothes from up north. Hmm. 
for the coming winter, maybe. Ah, okay. I def I can uh, I can do you a, uh, a, a an overcloak, some something something that you can drape over you. It's a heavy heavy cotton fabric. We usually use them when you have to get out in the in the fields in the winter. Hmm. How many do you have? If you give me a day, I probably whip together uh, one for each of you. That will do nicely. We'll come back tomorrow, then? Sure thing. I mean, I still need my hat. Mm, what was that? Hat. Oh, what happened to the other one? Still have it. Oh, all right. Just, just need another hat, eh? Yes. Well, here, let me uh, let me look in these these cabinets. I don't think I've 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 gotten anything new, but maybe one of these other ones will catch your fancy. And uh, he opens up a uh, a cabinet, and inside there is a selection of, I believe, three hats because I rolled before, uh, and there were four, and now there are three. What kind of hat are you looking for? Another of the same type, sort of, but a different color. Ooh, that's that's rough. Uh, I don't know if I have one exactly like that. How about this this fine bowler hat? Nah. Hmm. How about ooh, <laughs> this one's this one's a nice one. This is a trilby hat. I, I can't. A trilby. A trilby hat. Trilby. Trilby. Oh, what? What's a trilby hat? The one that decides which which Harry Potter group you're going to go into. No, I know what they are. You do? Yes. I'm looking it up right now. We're all going to Google Trilby hat? Yeah. Because the Echo can't tell me. Oh, it kind of looks like a fedora. Exactly. What's the difference? What was the name of the hat that decided who was going to go into what group? Sorting hat. Oh, yes. The sorting hat. Excellent. Excellent. I have 12 of those. <laughs> well, colors, and I like <laughs> So I didn't, I didn't hear the little girl tell me yes or no to this hat. Yes, she said yes. Okay, tell me yes. You'll take it then, I see. Oh, well, yes. Ah, that'll be uh, four silver for this hat. Okay. Tis a fine hat, should serve you well. Sorting hat. A good morning hat? Sorting. Sorting? Sorting. Wow. Okay, how many silver? Four. Okay. Blankets? Blankets? Ah, oh, yes, we can do blankets. I've got uh, a stack of blankets right here. I mean, do we wow. need blankets and things, people? Uh, you've got bedrolls. You could probably uh, line your bedroll with an extra blanket. It's more weight to carry. Are you going to freeze to death? Is that what you I said? Mean, you saw Lord of the Rings. Legolas did not look uncomfortable in the snow. You make what, a what good. You make a good point. What about these others? Well, one of them is a half elf, and the other one's an old man. <laughs> well, there you go. I guess. <laughs> and he needs a blanket. All right. Yes, we can do a blanket. No problem. And he pulls out a big old heavy blanket, and puts it on the counter. Wow. That'd be uh, another another four silver. Oh my goodness. He's gonna silver us dry. <laughs> Put it all together. We'll bicker on the price later. Well, do you need anything else? I've I've put together a couple more uh, more health potions since you was here last. Well, we need potions. Hmm. They are my specialty, kind of after all. I've got health what potions. Kind of po They're the most useful kind. Got to heal people. Yep, we need health potions. Oh, we we need one of those. How many do you have? 
Oh, I managed to scrap together enough stuff to make five of them. Do we each want one? Each want one of those health potions. Yeah, at least each one of us need one of those. Well, they we take three. They aren't cheap, you know. Twenty-five gold apiece. Ooh, I gold. Takes a lot to heal the heal the sick, cure the wounded. Well, we we've, we've been wounded yesterday, so we need some potions. Oh, I have one, and so does Jessica. I'll tell you the I'll same take... thing I told you last time. Remember to drink it before you die. <laughs> it's hard to drink it after you die. Exactly. Open it, open it before you eat it. Exactly the same thing. Okay. I will try one of those. You need one? I might need it later. All right, so just the one then, eh? Well, one for me. I think we're all going to get one, right? I heard them say they's each got one already. Oh, they said they already have one? <laughs> I told them we already got one. <laughs> I have a medicine kit, but I didn't get a chance to use it. You do have one? I have a medicine kit. Uh, I have a healing kit. I also have handcuffs. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with them. Why do you? I, oh, you must, I thought you bought I, handcuffs. Yeah, I thought I had handcuffs. Oh, you have the handcuffs? Okay. Um, Maybe I just have the ones with the check next to it. Arrows. Okay, I will take a health potion also. All right, that's Medical. two of them. And I think I'll take one also. <laughs> just Wait. to be on the safe. You was already taking one. <laughs> okay, so there's, there's going to be three of us. Ghost Slinger's going to have one because she saved my life. I'll buy it for her. Oh, very generous of you, sir. Very generous indeed. <laughs> okay, then. Do you have any rope? Yes, yes, I do. I thought you bought all the rope last time, though. Is it magic? I bought rope. I'm looking for magic rope this time. Oh, magic rope. Oh, that's a different thing entirely. I'm I'm not but a humble potion seller. I don't have uh, magical abilities well, quite like yourself. In India, they have these ropes that go up by themselves. Do, 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 do. And well, you can actually climb. I, I believe. Jump. I believe that if you. Uh, if you look on in the player's handbook on page wizard, there's a spell in there called Rope Trick. If uh -oh. you go digging around in your magical book, you may find it. What what level do you have to be at? Do you have any idea? Why, uh, I think you'll find it under the uh, the second level spell chapter. Hmm. Second level, eh? Okay, then. So, uh... Any any rope up to 60 feet long you should be able to enchant with this spell. Oh my goodness. That could come in real handy. I'm sure Ghost Slinger would like to climb a rope instead of a tree. No. Yes. All right. Well, if that'll be all, uh, I think that's eight silver and 25 gold. Excuse me, I misspoke. 75 gold. Oh my goodness. I better take another look here. 25 is mine. That's uh, 50 outstanding then. Did Ghostslinger already put her four silver down? Yes. All right, that's 50 gold and four silver outstanding, sir. I have a platinum. Is that worth... Uh... A platinum point? I believe uh, that's, that's 10 gold. I believe that would be some change coming back. Uh, not for 50 gold, I'm afraid. Platinum <laughs> will cover 10 of that 50. Oh my god. Alright. I thought it was a hundred. It's only ten. Is uh, I'm pretty sure. So platinum's not a whole bunch, is it? 
It's a hundred silver. You're asking for gold, though. I love gold. I only have 139 left. <laughs> We're fine. We'll get some more money. All right. So how much do I owe you? With the platinum point, 40 gold, and we'll call it even. All right. So that would be, uh, why don't you make it 39? That would leave me with 100. A deal. Sounds good to me. Thank you so much. We'll come back and buy some more stuff from you next time. Well, I would very much appreciate that. All right, let's be on our way, folks. I gotta get back to that uh, blacksmithy shop. To the blacksmith! All right, well, goodbye. I'll see you again soon. All right, then. To the blacksmith. To the blacksmith. You guys head back down the street towards where you saw the blacksmith shop. And as you approach, you can see that uh, there's somebody outside walking around, moving some, some heavy logs. Hi, Mr. Blacksmith. What be your name? What be your name? We already know him. What's 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 his name? I forget. I forgot your name, Mr. Blacksmithy. What's your name, sir? Excuse me. I sorry, apologize. everybody. I have to figure out how much platinum is worth. So did I say it was platinum point? A PP? Yes. Yes, I have it written down here. Well, I have... I think we each got two platinum, or two of us got two platinum, and one of us did not. Yeah, Merlin, you're going to kind to yourself right out of money. Uh-oh. Because the others are loaded, and you've spent all yours, because they keep being stingy. Yeah. Well, well, I tried to get a fur coat, but they didn't cover him if, he, if he runs out of money? Was that? He said, don't you think we're going to cover him if he runs out of money? I don't no, know. No, I, I don't speak for ghost slinger. She saved my life. I can I can do no, no wrong for her. Everything is wonderful. Okay, are we to the Smith shop? Do we know his name yet? Well, let's go with platinum points worth 10, just because I can't find it. It talks about bars of currency and all this other stuff. Okay, all right. Here's what I want, Mr. Blacksmith, that I don't know your name yet. Oh, well, hello, friends. Uh, it's good to see you. What are you doing back here? I thought you were uh, you were staying in white. Well, we stayed there, and now we're back uh, on our way to another destination, and we need something from the blacksmith shop. This is uh, this is Ray Pierce and his family. Ray Pierce, remember us, Ray from White? Why, yes, you gave me the whippersnappers that I delivered over to, uh, to that farmer Thompson fellow. Yes, that's a good job. Thank you so much for that little ditty. Now, uh, <clears throat> what I need from you is a special tool for our new trip that we're going on. Alright, uh, you have my interest. I'm going to draw a picture of it here. I want you to make this and we'll pick it up tomorrow. That is a grapple, sir. Yes, I'm, but I need. I can easily make you a grapple. We have rope and we need a grapple. We're going into the mountains. Alright, I can do that. Not a problem. I'll have it whipped up for you on the morrow. How much will that be? I'm looking right now in my price book, good sir. Price book. Do you have buckles on your shoes? Uh, yes, he has buckles on his shoes. Wow, you're well off. <laughs> He's a smith. He can make his own. That's true. Well, while you're reading, they discovered copper after a forest fire. It burned up the side of the mountain. As the trees were on fire, the side of the mountain looked like gold. And they all stood there watching it burn as the gold ran down the mountain. Turned out it was copper. Huh. 
and they took the copper and made a fire and did more things with it and discovered that they could make lots of little copper this and that and the others out of it. It was very valuable for a long time until they realized that it was just a whole bunch of copper. And that's how the Iron Age started. You mean the Copper Age? Yeah, they called it the Iron Age, but yeah, copper. All right, so give, we'll, uh, we'll give you uh, five silver to make this for tomorrow. All right, I can do that. Okay, so tomorrow we'll see you again. All right, I'll see you on the morrow. All right, I'm getting hungry. Let's go back to the inn and have some food and bed for the night. Hit the road the next day. I'm going to go hat shopping again. <laughs> well, you can head out on foot, but you have a long journey ahead of you. It may be... We're, not, we're leaving tomorrow. We're not leaving today. No, it's just horses. You're making a grappling hook for me tomorrow. That's, that's the question that I was looking for. Who are you asking about horses? Are you asking Ray about horses, or are you going to go what? somewhere? Smith might know where horses are. He's, he so makes Smithy shoes for them. <laughs> yeah, he should know where horses are. Well, conveniently for you, little miss, I happen to have uh, finished my journey with my family to here, and they've graciously welcomed me into town, gave me this little building to set up shop in. They were so happy to have a smith in town that I don't have any intention of leaving. This place is far more pleasant than White ever was. I would gladly consider giving you the carriage that we used to get here, but it's pretty expensive to get a carriage. But a carriage, you'd only need one horse instead of three. Ah, one horse. Darn, I was hoping to get a pony for the little one. Uh, I suppose you could possibly. How much is the carriage? Again... Let me consult my stupid book. Starts with a C. Maybe it's alphabetical. Yeah, I wish. Equipment. Here we mm. go. 143. All right. The equipment chapter. All that fun stuff. Ghostlinger, your hair looks really nice. Here we go. So, I've got a couple of horses. I'm sure we could find a pony at one of the nearby farms. Those would run you about 30 gold. A horse is 50, and uh, let me see here, a carriage, simple carriage like mine, well, let's be honest, it's not really so much of a carriage, it's more of a fancy cart. Uh, it's about uh, 40 GP. Is my credit good? Can we say 25? 25 for the carriage? No, we say, if we, if we each get a horse and a pony for the tiny one, it's 125? 130. Getting a horse and a carriage is only going to run you 90. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't go everywhere with a carriage because the road is too narrow. That's what I'm thinking problem, right? Like, what if we're chased? You can't go that fast as you could if it Well, you're going through brush. I mean, you can't. The trail is very narrow. And if we have to, and we're going into the mountain. We had three horses. We had three small, three horses we could, we could go through the brush with the. Well, I'm sure we could probably get you, uh, some donkeys. Oh, donkeys are good. Uh, they're much cheaper. Only about she could have eight gold a piece a, for a donkey. The little one could a burrow. She'd be like two mules for Sister Sarah. All right, I like that idea. Donkeys? Where do we find them? Yeah, get donkeys. Well, let's... Uh, we can keep them from going. I don't, I don't have any donkeys, but uh, if you talk to the uh, Audrey out on the edge of town... Uh, at her farm, I'm sure she could probably hook you up with a couple donkeys. 
we were going to go to Hooper Close anyway. Oh, yes. It looks like your trip uh, was slightly more uh, eventful than ours. We did run into a couple of uh, wild raccoons that wanted a piece of us, but thankfully our... Uh, our guide took care of that, and we we made it through without too much uh too much of a dangerous affair. Were they, were they rabid? Oh, they definitely didn't seem very friendly. What was it? Hmm. Raccoons, vicious <laughs> things. They are vicious, especially if they're rabid. I saw one one night on my bicycle. You got rabies. I thought Scary. it was a cat, and then I looked at it again and went, "Oh, it's not a cat." Ooh. Alright, we're gonna. Alright, so we're gonna go out and see the. Edgy, lady what's her name? Edge of town to get get a donkey or two. Alright, I'll get started on your uh, on your grapple right we'll away see. and have it ready for you for tomorrow. Yes, oh, make no. sure the points are uh, sharp. Got it. Thank you. You guys head out towards the uh, towards the edge of town to uh, yes, to where Audrey is with her farm. You're uh, you're pointed that way by uh, Ray as you leave. So you see a a fairly nice farmhouse and a little field carved out of the side of the woods. There's not a huge amount of farmland around here in the middle of this forested area, but they've kind of carved this out so that they can make some basic goods for wheat and to make bread and barley for beer. All right, we're out at Audrey's farm now. She's got a nice place, kind of. You got pigs here too. I can smell them. <laughs> All right, so you see a farm, there's some pens, there's an area with a couple of horses and a big red barn, and you see a pretty nice farmhouse with a, uh, a thatched roof and a, uh, a second level on it, which is pretty nice for a farm. Um, yeah, so the, I see. The level underneath is stone, and the up on top of that is wood, and it overhangs the stone base a little bit. You see out in the field, in one of the pens, there is uh, a lady you can see as you get closer. Must be Audrey. Hey, Audrey! They turn to face you. You can see that they're carrying a bucket. Uh-oh. They've been feeding. Or milking. I don't know which. <laughs> and Let's go talk to them. The figure kind of yeah. waves at you with their uh, free hand. Okay. Well, we'll wave back. As you approach, uh, you see... Uh, Middle-aged woman. She's kind of portly, in a uh, a light dress. The cold that you felt yesterday doesn't seem like it's reached to here. It's it's warmer in town, and she's uh, got some big boots on that are covered in mud up to the up to the brim of the boot, and a big smile on her face. Audrey, we'd like to uh, see if you have a couple of donkeys for sale. And maybe a small one for my small friend here. The blacksmith sent us down here to uh, see if we could do some business with you. He's a friend of ours. We knew him from White. And now he's here in your town and everybody seems to like him. So he's our friend. Trying to make a deal. Oh, hello! <laughs> this, this is hello! Well, of course, my dear. Any friend of, of Ray and his family is a friend of mine. I'm sure uh, I'm sure I could part with a couple of donkeys. They're uh, stubborn as you can get, but uh, they'll serve you well. Stubborn. Hmm. I forgot about that part. What part? Well, if they've got a good halter on them, I, I think we can use them. They're smarter than horses. They're smarter and stronger, I've been told. Mm. 
They outpull the horses every year in the big pull-off. All right. Uh, you said you needed uh, three, eh? Two, two uh, full-size yes. and maybe one uh, puny runt. <laughs> one for the munchkin. <laughs> yes, that uh, that shouldn't be a problem. We can we can make a deal. How about twenty-five gold for uh, for all three? Sounds good to me. Uh, that'll leave me with seventy-five if I pay for them all right now. Do you need any uh, any equipment to go with them? Perhaps some some simple saddles and some saddlebags to carry your stuff. Hmm. Good question. I was going to use a burlap sack, but uh, I assume we need a saddle. Well, that I can. Be it'll it'll take me a while to put together some some uh, some more saddles to replace them. But if I was if I part with, uh, let's see, we're not leaving until tomorrow. So if you could come up with something by tomorrow, we. We'd be glad to stop back and pick them up. Let's see. You're buying quite a bit, so how about uh, ten gold for the three saddles for them? Hmm. Saddles uh, cost more than the donkeys. Ten gold for three saddles? Sounds like a good deal, oh, I really. No, that'll be fine. We'll take that. Well, all right, then. We have an accord. We'll pick them up tomorrow, then. Parley. Now, I can't help but notice, darling, your clothes are absolutely ravished. I could, uh, I could... Well, no, you didn't. I'm looking at you, and you have torn up clothes all over. I just bought a new robe a few minutes ago. Did you really? Who gave you a robe? No one told the dungeon master that you bought a robe. We don't have the robes yet. They're building them for tomorrow. No, it's not a robe. You're getting an over... an over... Uh, coat type thing. Uh, uh, yeah, home. a hoodie. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, a hooded a, mer- uh, a Merlin outfit. No, a hooded. I oh, guess you can't call it a robe because it doesn't have sleeves. Cloak. Yes, a hooded cloak. I have to interrupt you to say good night. Night, Grandma. Good night, sweetheart. Love you. Good night. Love you too, baby. Jessica, say good night to your grandmother. Good night. You simply must let me repair your 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 disheveled clothes. I can't possibly let you leave here looking like that. Give me a few days, and I I can I can easily whip something nice up. I'll include it with the saddles. It's not a big deal. Okay, what can I wear in between? I mean, should I just give you the robe now? You're gonna no, uh, I'll I'll make something new. It's fine. Oh, uh, all right. Yes, okay. That was <laughs> now. What what can, what can I make for you, dearie? Somebody answer him. It's for you. You wanted something in blue, I remember you said. Oh, I, yes, uh, I, I didn't realize you were still talking to me. I thought we were already... Okay, yes, I want a... Uh, uh, I, I have a picture here, a drawing, to give you an idea. <laughs> yes, this is what I want. Something uh, this color. Note, note to the listener, Dad is holding up his picture of Merlin. <laughs> That could be Gandalf. All right, I I'll I'll whip something up uh, out of out of the uh, the bolts of fabric that I've got in 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 my house. It shouldn't take me too long at all. Just a, a couple of days. Couple of days. You guys take a load off. I'll I'll hold on to the donkeys until you're ready to leave, and uh, I'll I'll make sure that I get something nice thrown together for you. All right. Okay. By me. Does anyone else want uh, uh, a uh, Audrey's farm. Anybody else would like Audrey to make her anything? Ghostlinger? No. Audrey uh, Audrey, uh, winks at you and kind of sheepishly pats you on the shoulder. As she does, 
she catches a whiff of ghost slinger. And you see her her nose kind of wrinkle up, and she looks over at this uh, slightly shorter half-elf, and she's, Dear me, girl! What's happened to you? You're Bear, still covered you in, the, in the muck of the road! When did you get in? You need to bath. <laughs> Look, at, your clothes are torn and covered in blood! I have you, to travel with her. You smell worse than my hogs! You need something made of red. Red, yes. Give me her blood and awesome things. <laughs> Do you have I, any pine tar? Maybe we could put some pine tar on her. I, here, just wait a moment. And she, uh, she, she takes her bucket full of feed over to a uh, nearby shed and comes back out with a, uh, a metered stick. And she sticks it next to Ghost Slinger on the ground and measures out how tall she is. I, I, I cannot stand for this, this terribleness. I'll I'll make something for you too. What what can I make for you, darling? You 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 cannot go around town like this. Something to do with the color red. All right, I'll make you a beautiful red summer dress. No. Well, what what would you like me to make you? Red ninja suit. Yeah. So uh, what what is a what is a nin ninja? Like a samurai. What what is a samurai? Hmm. I don't know. What do they have here in England? <laughs> so, I, I'm maybe maybe not a dress. How about uh, how about some uh, some some shorts and a, a a shirt that would let you have some some freedom to move. You look like a, a rambunctious sort. We're going where it is cold. Oh, well, shorts probably not the best then. Long yeah. pants. Some new, some new shiny pantaloons for you, dear. Yes, that would be fun. How about a, an overcoat? A trench coat. <laughs> All right, I'll see if I can't put you together a yeah. red coat. At least that'll cover over boots. some of your dirt. <laughs> oh, we're going to throw a bucket of water on her as soon as we get out of here. So are we going to be able to carry our... We need food. We need rations for our... Well, that's why we have donkeys, I guess. I'll uh, I'll see if I can take some of the scrap cloth from one of my bolts of fabric and fashion you together some kind of basic sack. Um, the donkeys won't care. Right, we could hitchhike. One of us could walk and the other one could ride. So in case we need to carry more stuff than the horse, the donkey could carry. They could just be pack mules. Yeah. Pack donkeys. Cool. And we could walk most of the way if we have to. We've been walking this whole time anyway. <laughs> well, to give you an Two idea, trips. a donkey has a rated carrying capacity of 420 pounds. Let's assume the smaller one can carry like 350 pounds. Each one of you is probably less than 200 pounds. I doubt you're carrying 200 pounds of stuff. Yeah, that's true. I think we'll be all right. All right, so let's go back to the room and come back to tomorrow or... All right, you go throw some water on that smelly little thing, and and I will get to work right away on 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 putting together some fresh outfits for you. Okay, we'll be back in a in a few days. Like, how about next Tuesday? All right, shouldn't be a problem. That'd be fine. So we'll spend a few days in in Brentwood, and uh, maybe we'll go hunting and get some deer meat. Oh, that's a good idea. Make some jerky. 
Okay, so you guys, trip. you guys are going to stop in Brentwood for a little bit. That gives me the opportunity to tell you about... There is a table of downtime activities. So Merlin, you could be working on potions. Asharis, you could go hunting, like Merlin suggested, to try and make some... Uh, to gather some, like, pelts, deer meat, make some jerky for your trip. Uh, sell some sell some furs. There's a place in the book for mm-hmm. what you can do. So for next week, I want you all to think about what you're going to do for your time in white. Like what you would want to do. You could... Or, sorry, yes, Brentwood. So think about what you would want to do with your downtime. You're going to have, let's say, three or four days to just be in town. And with the amount of time you'll stay I'll just include that in the money you've already spent so you don't have to worry about the time for the in well, this is kind of like homework then so we'll be gone for till next Tuesday <laughs> and then when we come back we'll have a report to tell you what we've done for the whole time we were gone well and like you can you can investigate some different places and I can tell you a little bit of like what you find in those places or if you want to talk to somebody we can just have the conversation between you and that character or all of you can be there like if you wanted to go see lord taylor again or sorry lord reginald again getting my towns mixed up okay 